When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Please welcome Rich Eisen. Owen Four Bears, go figure that. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What the hell is happening in Chicago? And if Justin Fields wants to stay in Chicago, he better keep winning. Because Caleb Williams is coming. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. Coming up. Comedian Lewis Black. NFL Network analyst Gerald McCoy. Plus your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We had a great chat with Matt LaFleur of the Green Bay Packers in hour number one. and hour three, Gerald McCoy, my... New colleague from the NFL Network, NFL Game Day Morning, will be joining us in studio. I have a feeling he will be very happy to discuss the three and one on a bye week. Baker Mayfield flag planting Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who he's been choosing every single week. He's gotten three of them right. Hmm. You know? Who the fuck? Yeah. And uh, couldn't be more excited. Uh, coming up in about 20 minutes' time, the comedian Lewis Black is here. Yeah. One of my favorite segments in the history of the daily show is when he would show up go direct to camera and then just lay it out there (laughs) really outstanding so i can't wait to chat with him on this program and then you uh sit back and make some phone calls 844-204-RICH number to dial here uh as soon as this show is over um susie schuster and amy trask will sit down on our podcast set just to the left here of the rich eisen show studio and record the latest episode of what the football kurt warner pro football hall of famer who will be calling the jags bills game with me in london uh this coming weekend will be susie and amy's guest um i have a feeling he will have lots to say about the game that he called last night between the giants and the seahawks and then, of course, um, the game that took place the night before, Zach Wilson and uh, the Jets damn near beating the Kansas City Chiefs. So there's lots to talk about with Kurt Warner. And then, of course, uh, where all podcasts are acquired is where you can get the latest episode of What the Football. And the same thing with Overreaction Monday. Uh, Chris Brockman was on a, uh, was on a heater uh, on yesterday's podcast version of Overreaction Monday. Uh, the first one of you saying the Jets would be 4-0 if Aaron Rodgers was healthy. Kind of, you had me staggered. I got you. you. you It was like first round Mike Tyson. Like, like, boom. boom. I know. I felt like like Leon Spinks. (laughs) How goes Frazier? So you threw one to start. Went for hot. And then the last one you finished is you said Baker Mayfield is the best offseason acquisition at quarterback quarterback this year. And my response is something that you need to stay tuned for all of that. 
That's an overreaction Monday, our podcast version, uh, where all podcasts are acquired. Did you curse when you replied to that? Uh, I did not. We're oh, trying okay. to keep it clean for the kids. Gotcha. We have been clean, actually, so far. Why would you say that higher register? Well, you and I have been known to curse from I know time that, to but, time. But, but like, hey, hey, it's, just not, it's, not, it's not our brand. No. It just isn't our brand. We should start drinking during the uh, oh, I mean, well, again, we do. That's what Susie is going to be doing <laughs> with Amy Trask later, I believe. Uh, let's go to Josh in Olympia, Washington. You are on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Josh? Hey, Rich. How are you doing today? What's, go- what's going on? Uh, not much. I want to say hi to the guys. Not a lot of colors do that. I want to say hi to all of them. I see how they're doing. Hey, what's today. up, Josh? Hey, Josh. Man, Josh. Doing, Josh, don't feed the animals. Why not? Woo. I'm an animal too. It's all good. Man. Yeah, yeah, um, Josh is one of us. I would us. Also, like, also like to say I used to be a sprinter back in high school, so I like to say that your sprinting is actually pretty darn good. Style-wise. It's now two in a row. No, you like and Raheem Mostert, you're, you're peas in a pod, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's two in a row now. I'm on a roll. It's great. Oh, yeah. Um, but as a uh, Seahawks fan here, you know, watching last night's game was pretty awesome to to watch except for you know that quarter where it seemed like every single player on the offense was you know having yellow flags as yep. well about but i would also like to say yeah, I, I don't think there's gonna be a lot of seahawks fans now complaining about not taking Jalen carter in that first round after witherspoon's play last night yeah and again that's team. why that's why everybody's got to just you know take a take a, a breath um, about yep. whether somebody's good or not in the draft um, because yep. things can change fast. And thanks for the call, Josh. Um, and and in John Schneider, you should trust. Oh, absolutely. Does, I mean, if you had to name a general manager in the NFL that was expert at choosing players for the style of play that they put out on the field for their coach, Pete Carroll, he, it's John Schneider and the Seahawks. Do they know how to draft for what they want to do? And what's kind of amazing is I remember a Thursday night um, in Seattle. I think it was 2011 because I think it was the Dream Team Eagles and Andy Reid coming west. And they kind of started talking about not putting East Coast teams on the road in West Coast time zone spots on a Thursday night. It's kind of a, a significant disadvantage Man, to Ridge, do that. Man, your memory is amazing. That is uh, week 13, yes. 2011. I Ooh. believe it was. And, and, and we had a tough time figuring out who's the star of the game we want to come to the set. We asked for Marshawn Lynch. Uh, he said no. And after that, we're just like, okay, we'll take the coach. Because we couldn't, we couldn't figure it out. This is pre-Russell Wilson, and we're like, I, I, I do believe I asked Pete Carroll, what's the identity of this team? Because we didn't know. They were still forming it, and um, I forget what his answer was. Probably because we were being pelted by Skittles the entire <laughs> interview. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch had a buck forty-eight two tutties. We wanted him, and he said no. Tavares Jackson, the quarterback That's, for Seattle. Again, pre-Russ, we were wondering, what's the identity? Is it on defense? What's your identity? Now you know what their identity is. Their identity is... Always compete. Always compete. When Pete Carroll last night was asked by 
um, you know, by everyone after the game about, you know, Jamal Adams, and he's asked all the time about injuries. And then certainly uh, when Lisa Salter spoke to him during the game last night about um, Jamal Adams as well. And he's just like, yeah, feel bad for him, but, you know, next man up, like we're, we're, we're ready to go. And then Geno Smith goes down. He goes up to Drew Locke and taps him on the chest. And you hear Aikman and Buck say, we spoke to him about Drew Locke during, you know, our, our pre-broadcast meetings. And he's like, he's ready to go. He, he's always ready to go. They have full confidence in him. Because Pete's always about the always compete next man up. The guy second, third on the depth chart is ready to go because it's your opportunity. Not, no panic, no nothing. Yep. No, like the season's lost, everything's over. That's why they lose their two tackles, and then suddenly they win three in a row. And then their identity is lowering the boom on defense, a.k.a. Legion of Boom. And man, do they have this kid in Devin Witherspoon. Everybody was talking about him at the draft as the best defensive player in the draft. Oh, yeah. Got to go get him. And fifth overall, Jalen Carter was on the board. You know, it would have been interesting if Anthony Richardson was sitting out there, but he wasn't. And the guy whose numbers, you know, are the uh, mirror opposite of the 12s, he is going to be a popular dude in the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. He can close. He lays the wood. He jumps routes. We saw it all last night. Yeah. And and they were just scratching the surface. He was in his bag last and night. And again, so the first three weeks, you know, he was hurt. He was banged up. Then he gets out. He's learning his way. And then Sunday night, I mean, Monday night, lights go on. Oh, my goodness. See ya. House call, whole business. And then on offense, obviously, you hit people in the mouth. Walker and Charbonnet are a pretty damn good one-two young punch. And then you want to talk about physical wide receivers, our friend who eats tons of candy, DK Metcalf, another touchdown. Tyler Lockett's going to do his thing. Kind of wild that Jackson Smith and Jigba has really done very little so not far. Yeah, and he is supremely talented. Yep. Just think they still have that weapon they haven't utilized yet. They haven't <laughs> even scratched the surface there. Yeah. And he's going to have a Witherspoon moment coming. Oh, most definitely. So, and then they got a bunch of tight ends that you don't draft in fantasy because you have no <laughs> idea which one's going to have a night. And then Noah exactly. Fant tiptoes down the sideline. Tip Another guy locked to Fant. From the and Witherspoon. Yeah. That's two touchdowns last night from the Russell Wilson trade. Oh, yeah. He just Another looked like he was going to run Ryder out of special. bounds on that play, too. Right. It was just like, was Gino like, dumped on? it. He's going to bounds. Wait, I'm <laughs> going to keep running, running, and now I'm scoring. Lock to Fant. Two players they got yeah. in the Russell Wilson trade, and then the final first overall first-round draft choice they get from Russ. Boom. Witherspoon. So, in John Schneider, you trust, man. And Pete. <laughs> Man, he's got a Hall of Fame resume. There's just no other way to put it. He wins another one, that's a wrap. That is a wrap. Everybody thought, you know, he's just escaping USC, getting out of there before things got hot. Well, he did do that. Okay, and then he gets there. Well, I mean, that's what they thought. He's just going to the pros, just do it. Right. And now he's the most tenured coach in the NFC. Didn't you know? Because Sean Payton's gone. 
He's got to be the third longest, right, behind Belichick Bill and, and Tomlin? Tomlin and Bill, right? I think he's he, Reed has not been well, in, in, in Kansas 20, City as long. This is year 10 yeah. or 11 for him. Yeah. So, yeah. Look at the rest of the... Look at the rest of the conference. He is the dean of the NFC. Who'd have thunk it? Wow. And now let's see what Seattle can do from here on out. Their next game, they're on a bye. They're at Cincinnati. Look out, Joe Burrow. I mean, come on. He better start getting around. And then they got home games against Arizona, Cleveland, at Baltimore. How fun is that going to be? Home for Washington. Their second game against the Rams. They had to win that one last night. Otherwise, they'd have been in third place because the Rams had the same record at 2-2 two and two, had they lost. And they've already beaten them. And then the the uh, the three-week stretch that starts Thanksgiving night that I cannot wait for. Home for San Francisco on Thanksgiving night before visiting Dallas the Thursday after a full week of rest for Amazon Prime's Week 13 kickoff Prime video right here on Roku. And then at San Francisco. And Ooh. then home for Philadelphia. That's the four-week stretch. Wow. That's where rubber will meet the road here. For the Seahawks in 2023. So, there's that. On the flip side, I do this every year after four weeks. Did it last year. Um, and I saw it was very popular. And as you know, we do things here, not just for clicks, but for winning. <laughs> we do them both. Unfortunately, these teams have not won enough. We're not going to apologize for winning. That's right. <laughs> Uh, winning. Mike, paying attention. It's amazing. When he pays attention, how much better this show <laughs> so is. So much better. It's great. And I'm so glad that my content is uh, is capturing your attention. Thank you, Mike. Rich. Oh, thank you. That's basically what I was just saying. <laughs> Top five most disappointing starts of 2023. Hit it, please. High five. One, two, three, four, five. Rich's Top Five. Well... Number five on this list has got to be a team that made the playoffs last year, won their division last year, and with Aaron Rodgers gone, there were still a bunch of people saying, okay, we saw what you did with your running back, and uh, we're still wondering um, if you are winning this division or not. A lot of people still thought they could, and their only win at present is against the winless Carolina Panthers. The fifth most disappointing start of 2023 belongs to the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, who would have thought, obviously, what happened with Aaron Rodgers and his Achilles, in my mind, takes the Jets right off this list. Um, if the Jets were 1-3 and three with Rodgers being healthy, they'd probably be on this list in a significant way. But the reason why I bring up Rodgers here, the fact that Cousins has trade rumors around him before October hits. And Justin Jefferson had to basically say, hey, all this trade talk, pipe down. Pipe down. We're not giving up on this season, but they're one in three. They shouldn't be, and that puts them on this list of disappointing teams. Number four on this list is a team that was staring 0-4 right in the face. They gave up 70 points in Miami and then 28 to the Bears, and thanks because uh, the Bears are higher up on this list. Spoiler alert. Uh, the Denver Broncos are the fourth most disappointing team with their start of 2023. I mean, Sean Payton was not supposed to stare 0-4 right in the face. Cortland Sutton's turning the ball over way too much. Judy got banged up. The defense is just a, I mean, look, one, it's one thing to give up 70 in a game. Obviously, the Dolphins have the ability to do it. But the Bears, they've got a quarterback who says, I'm a robot, and everyone is wondering what's going on, and they get curb stomped playing 
the Captain Steubing to the Lovebirds, the celebrity Lovebirds, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and the Bears put up 28 on them. Russ looks better at least, but the rest of it, I mean, the running game is non-existent. Javante Williams can't do a lick. He got hurt in last week's game too. The Denver Broncos are fourth on this list. The third most disappointing start of 2023 belongs to the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, you might be sitting here saying, Rich, why do you keep, you know, Rodgers and the one and three Jets off this list, but you put the one and three Bengals on this list? Because Burrow's made every start. That's why. Burrow's been in every game. That's why. And Burrow, you know, doesn't look himself. He is definitely banged up, but the defense looks like a shadow of themselves an AFC championship game team from two years in a row laying the wood and being physical on that side of the ball looked like they wanted no piece of Derrick Henry. And this is the type of game where they bow up and they show Derrick Henry who's tougher. That was really disappointing. I'm like, the, talk about the loss that happened in week four to make them one and three. This is supposed to be, all right, we beat the Rams despite Joe Burrow limping around like Fred G. Sanford. You know, now we're going to come back and we're going to win this one in Tennessee that just lost 27-3 to Cleveland, and we're going to get beat like that? I'm very concerned about these Bengals. Number two on this list of most disappointing starts of 2023. It's fresh in my mind. It's written down because it happened last night. 248 yards of offense, 6 of 16 on third downs, a pick 6, a forced fumble, 11 sacks, 2 turnovers on downs, 12 penalties. Your New York football giants who have lost their first two home games by a combined score of 64 to 3 and both of them under the lights of NBC and ESPN and you want to throw the Manning cast into ESPN too. And they looked like they were going to go to 0-2. Arizona had them dead to rights. Daniel Jones, thankfully for he and Saquon Barkley, they put it together. Barkley gets hurt. They get smoked in San Francisco. And what happened last night is an absolute total, as they would say on New York Sports Talk Radio, embarrassment. I don't know what's happened. This team won a playoff game last year. Forget about looking like a playoff team. This is a playoff winning team from last year. And they're one and three. And you take a second half in Arizona out, which obviously you don't, and you're 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 talking about a winless team. And number one on this list, I mean, and this is this is the fact that they are clear number one after the Giants are number two on this list, and everybody else that's on this list. The Chicago Bears were not supposed to be one and zero oh and four. The Chicago Bears were supposed to have kept Justin Fields and added DJ Moore and gotten all these picks from Carolina and made the moves that they've made in the offseason and taken this kid from last year who was running all over the place and making plays and being dynamic. And by week two and a half before week three, he's saying, I'm playing robotic and the reason why is coaching. And I know he would count counter that by saying that's out of context, but that's absolutely what he was saying is that the coaches are trying to teach him and tell him what he should be doing, where he should be looking, what he should be doing in terms of the scheme and the defense, pre-snap, post-snap, and he's saying, this is not allowing me to play free, or I'm not comfortable playing this way. And that is not supposed to have happened based off of last year after just two games. And unfortunately for them, they played the Chiefs, and Taylor Swift shows up. And, and all sorts of holy heck breaks loose. 
And then what they did against Denver, blowing the game, and then Matt Eberflus deciding to go for it on fourth down instead of a 35-yard field goal with three minutes to go, and then calling timeout, coming out again, and going for it again, and the play call was dreadful, and then you give up a 47-yarder, and then you give up a field goal. Instead of being up by three, you're down by three, and Justin Fields throws a pick you're 0-4. Easily, the Chicago Bears, the most disappointing team starting 2023. You think we need one more? All right, we'll And I'll just more. do it for old Lang Syne, folks. I didn't think the Raiders would be 1-3, and three, did you? And I know I could go with 0-4 Carolina, but they chose a kid first overall who does not, who, who is disappointing. I mean, Bryce Young's start is disappointing, certainly when you have it in comparison to C.J. Stroud and when Anthony Richardson stays healthy for a full game. But Devontae Adams is rightfully frustrated. Jimmy Garoppolo, when the Raiders went and got him, folks were definitely saying, why do that? He hasn't played a full season since 2019, and he got his bell rung at the end of a loss to the Steelers and could not answer the bell yes, last week in Los Angeles. There are people all over my Twitter feed, X feed, whatever, because I am on Raiders Nation Radio in Vegas, and I do talk about the Raiders a lot. Amy Trask is on What the Football with Susie. We do talk a lot of Raiders football here. I chose the Raiders over the Chiefs last year. I pissed off an entire kingdom by doing that. <laughs> So I do get a lot of Raider fans telling me their problems, like I'm Dr. Melfi, and I, I see it. They want McDaniels hired by now, that the Patriot way ain't happening. And here we are again with them. One and three, and Green Bay coming to town. And this is a Green Bay team that can make a long night for Vegas again. And they haven't even played the Chiefs yet. Those are my most disappointing teams and starts of 2023. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, I, I just wanted to get myself rolling <laughs> before Lewis Black sits out here on this set. I'm, I cannot wait to meet this man. I am a big fan. That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Roku channel, our radio audience will rejoin us in a matter of moments. Lewis Black, Tragically, I Need You, streaming right now on YouTube, uh, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. What a pleasure to have you on here. How are you, sir? Oh, every day just gets more joyous, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Especially especially if... If you're a Commanders fan, it's actually. Are you that? You are that. You're. Yeah. You're. You because you're from Maryland, right? I'm you're from, from Maryland. DC. Okay. And then they took in Baltimore the the Colts were taken away under the cover of night. That's and right. Indianapolis should lose their statehood. Just because of that alone. Like, absolutely. <laughs> in the cover of night. But no, the command actually was kind of an exciting game. This past yeah. weekend in yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, that was actually. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm watching it on my phone, which means there's no that it's that gamecast where it's just the little dots moving over. Yes, uh-huh. and, and it's like no, no, no. It's You're just, following. So Lewis Black, you wow. are following Commanders versus Eagles with the dots on your phone. <laughs> yes, uh, fantastic. Yeah, no, that's, that's diehard. Uh, that's diehard material. Yeah, no, it's uh, and at least a, and Dan Snyder's gone, so it really doesn't matter what our record is. It doesn't matter. You've already won. Yeah, Mussolini left. <laughs> <laughs> the Mussolini of sports owners. Really? And Dan the, Snyder. And the trains didn't run on time, that oh, son of a bitch. Excuse me. I, I went over the line. That's a, no, no, no. The radio audience oh, no, no. is almost back. Oh, yeah. So you, can, you got like one last. We got 30 seconds of the journalism on. They don't I, mind if oh, you, yeah, if you did. But then the radio audience returns, and then we got I to, understand. No, and usually I'm really very good. Okay, but, fantastic. But, when, when but Dan Snyder will cause people Snyder, to curse. I've been around people. It causes my brain. Parts of my brains go into flame. Louis <laughs> Black, here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm so excited about this. I've just loved your work for so many years. Obviously, The Daily Show being front and center on all of that. The comedy special called Tragically, I Need You, streaming right now on YouTube. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. I'm on the... Rich Eisen Show desk on the stream on Roku channel. Uh, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Once again, I'm introducing, as we just did on the Roku channel, Lewis Black, streaming right now on YouTube. Tragically, I need to. Uh, uh, tragically, I need you. Why so tragically? Why is it tragically, Lewis? Why is well, it- because it's, uh, you know, you you don't really want to tell people, you know, but because it's there's a setup that comes before. Oh, Okay. That, that sets up. That. Okay, yeah. so I don't want I don't want to give it away. Did I just no. give away the milk for free, Lewis? Did I no. just do that? No. Okay. They won't. You know what's great about the audience? They won't remember. Nobody's got a memory. Anymore. <laughs> it's spectacular. <laughs> you think, if you really think after watching the show, there'll be two people who might turn that thing on, but some will turn it on Lewis, like a week later. You have later. no idea. No, no, no. You have no idea. You're on a rocket ship right now. 
Oh, that's... Uh, you have no idea. That's tremendous. You're a, that, at least I, I like saying that to people. <laughs> if, at least hopefully you believe it. Uh, so, okay, so you're from uh, Maryland. You're from the... Silver Mid- Spring, Maryland. Silver Spring, Maryland. Yeah. So that makes you a Commanders fan? Yes. Um, Orioles or no? Orioles. You yes, are. absolutely. This is like heaven, This what's happened this year. Heaven. Wait, heaven being... The Orioles, you know, winning up, winning the pennant. Are you kidding me? This is way ahead of... With a hundred wins... Yeah, being the one seed in a playoff that yeah. they get the first week off yeah. in, and then the the one win that you were talking about on our Roku channel feed, I'd love for you to repeat for the radio audience the yeah. one win the Commanders had uh, in August, which oh, the uh, the I, the removal of oh yeah the Dan Snyder Dan yeah. Snyder that's the yeah, ultimate I, win oh yeah I, I forget that there are other victories sometimes I, I, what victory did we get a victory the, and I missed it it's a preseason victory unlike yeah. any other it's the literally in the history of sports I I I rarely remember yes. any moment when a, a city as one rose together and just screamed hallelujah Hallelujah, free at last. I mean, it was unbelievable. He's gone. He's gone. Like the Wicked Witch. I know, and I would get people coming up to me for years saying, is it possible that he can leave? And I'm like, I'll have to... I have to see it to believe it. Yeah, no, he's you know. unbelievable. And gone. See you later. But did you go to the old RFK? Did you go to those games? Yeah, I went RFK? to a few of those. And then, you know, it was really, RFK was wild. It was fun. It was different. It was great. I it went was... to a couple games in RFK, and I remember sitting in the second deck, the top deck. Right, yeah, okay? that's where I was. And uh, it was right over the end zone. And whenever there was a play in the back in the end zone, I had to get up and lean over to see what was going on underneath (laughs) the edge of the second deck. And then I thought uh, at a couple times after Washington scored that the the place was going to fall apart because it shook. The stadium literally shook. And they kept playing there. You know, right, you saw it, and then they kept playing and playing, yeah. and and I think soccer played there, right, for a while. It's great, you know. I was uh, that was truly one, and then and then I sat in the same seats for the same season ticket holders in the new place, and I felt like I was watching the game from Delaware, yeah. <laughs> you know, and in the world's largest air bill, you know, in the yeah, history. And now of we're going to get a new stadium because we have to have a new stadium every ten years now. It's like <laughs> it's unbelievable that. And that eventually will be written about as the fall of, you know, kind of like the fall of Rome. How many stadiums can you build on the head of a pin? Right. Seriously. Well, maybe it'll be downtown, right? Or or, or in the you spot know, they, of they keep yelling about putting it in Virginia. That'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a nice place to put it. The Washington Redskins in Virginia. The so, Washington Commanders. I'm sorry. So who's your, who's your, who is your uh, favorite team? Uh, I mean, your favorite player growing up, Lewis? Who, who uh, got you into sports to begin with? To begin with, it was, uh, well, there was a few. There was Brooks Robinson, uh, Sonny Jurgensen. Mm-hmm. Sonny Jurgensen was great when he when he started for the team because all yes. of a sudden we were competitive. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden we'd lose 34 to nothing. Now we were losing 34 to 21. Yeah. So for us, it was like, whoo, right. look at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie Taylor, Bobby Mitchell. Those are the guys. Those guys. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Unitas. I got a I've got a football autograph by Johnny Unitas. I'm now I'm like nine. I'm talking to you as if a nine year old. Sure, you please. I was at a, 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 a charity event at Duke University, and mm-hmm. I'm in line with Johnny Unitas, who really is probably the the the, the one that I really was the most uh, you know into as a kid. Sure, the guy who, and he, uh, and we're standing in line, and uh, 
and we're talking, and then he gets a, he gets a bottle of wine to mm-hmm. take to the table, and I go, of a glass of wine, and he just slaps me on the arm. He goes, you get a bottle. Do you want to come back here? <laughs> and I thought, this man is my idol. <laughs> <laughs> It's something that he could teach you for the rest. It's a, oh, yeah. it's, well, it's a life lesson from yeah. Johnny Unitas. From Johnny Unitas. Man, I remember I met him one time. I shook his hand, and I just, the one thing I will never forget is his index finger was the longest finger on his hand. I've yeah. never seen that. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's how the tight spirals come yeah. from. Yeah, yep. He, it, it, honestly, when I shook his hand, it felt like his hand went up to my forearm. Yeah, and and that his hand, but also his hand was kind of gnarled because yeah, of, of course. The, the uh, amount of the, the you know the amount of broken the, 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 probably how many times his hands were, was broken. I'm sure right on top of somebody's helmet following through and things like that. Lewis Black here on the Rich Eisen show. Tragically, I need you is streaming right now on YouTube. Uh, how'd you get your start? Where'd, where'd you get started? Well, I started as a playwright. Okay. So now, then I say and this is interesting about saying the word playwright. Sure. Literally. Uh, thousands, maybe millions in your audience fall asleep when they hear that word. <laughs> he started as what? Yes, I wrote plays. Now they're drifting. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I did for 20 years. And, and then, then when did you get into stand-up? How would you get into stand-up? Well, it, I was doing stand-up on the side mm-hmm. because it was a way in which you could write something and get it out there. Because sure. if you wrote a play and you sent it off, it would take a year, a year and a half for them to get back and go, <laughs> no. Right. And I actually thought that the best way to actually get a play published was to put it in a bottle and throw it into the Hudson <laughs> River and let it float away. And then, you, and then someone would pick it up somewhere, and at least you knew that the schmuck would read it. Somebody somewhere would read it. You had a better chance of it being read. And, but I was reading. I was doing stand-up on the side for fun. Uh-huh. And, and then it became uh, what people really seemed to think was, uh, you know, they, they gravitated to it. And yes. then all of a sudden, uh, Catch a Rising Star in New York was asking me to, to work there. And, uh, and that was the kind of, the, it began that transition. Who were in the clubs when you were starting? Who were in the clubs? I can even, it was, it was uh, the group that I was with. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm like 40 when I start as a stand-up. Mm-hmm. It's it, uh, Dennis Leary. Mario Cantone, um, Kevin Meany, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Rosie O'Donnell was the host, and it was uh, it was just it was a lot of fun. Catch a rising star. How'd you get hooked up with the Daily Show? How did that uh, happen? That was just dumb luck because uh, the, the uh, uh, Liz Winstead, who was uh, the executive producer, yes. uh, and um, Hank Gallo was uh, one of the producers, knew my work, and I was kind of a, a comic working in New York that everybody went, "Gee, how come things aren't going well?" And uh, how come you're still just here? But and they, I had all of this material, yes. and uh, I was yelling about a bunch of stuff. And they, yes, they needed somebody to come in, and they needed material. Mm-hmm. And I came in, and they, I just initially it was uh, I sat at a desk. There was no audience, and I would just I would Im- improv it, and I'd just yell about something. And we they'd go, we like this, we like this, do it again. I'd do it again, do it again, do it again, and then. And that was where it started. Were you there when Kilborn was there? Or you, yeah, of course. You, I was uh, you there know, from the very beginning. I was there. You know, I, I did sports centers with him yeah. back in 96 before he took me. He took me on. A, he, took me on a, he said, let's go out to dinner, Spark. And so uh, <laughs> I went out to dinner with him and he took me through the uh, 
the drive-through of a Kenny Rogers Roland Roaster in Southington, Connecticut, and started to explain to me that there was this new show that he might leave Sports Center for, and he described the Daily Show to me. Yeah. Of course, typical of, of of Killer, he would say to me, he goes, "Do you think I should do it?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm 26. I just got here from Redding, California, market you know 200. I'm psyched to be here. Are you really going to leave?" And and that's what he did. And it's, so yeah, he and left. He, and and the then, only man to to read a whole series of jokes and have no idea where the joke was. <laughs> It was stunning to watch. I gave him a bottle of scotch when he left, and it took a year for him to say thank you. I mean, come on. And it was a great bottle of scotch. If you don't think that I was irritated about that. I mean, after Johnny Unitas had already told me to keep the bottle of scotch. <laughs> and then John Stewart comes in, yeah. and he's, uh, I, I, I revere him. Uh, yeah. In the same way you revere Johnny Unitas, I revere yeah. uh, he did uh, John a great job. I mean, the show became his show, and he's, yes. uh, he really managed it to be what it became, and it was about, and it really was about, I mean, I ended up doing those shows whenever that he, he felt that the arc of the show needed me. Uh-huh. So, I mean, he really did show by show by show, the show will be this, the show will be that, and then, then when they needed somebody at the end to... Uh, to be a big barking dog, they Well, when did you find that style? Is that is that the way you are off the uh, no, off? I would, if I was like that, if I was like I, if I'm acting like the way I act on stage all the time, I'd be dead. I wouldn't even be here for this. You'd be going. You'd have two guys out there with pads going, "Ho, let's try to get him back." No, I, I, it, it became. It was a tough because yeah, I, I, I started to realize I was. Funny when I was frustrated and angry. People yes. thought that was funny, yes. which is, in in the end, kind of sad that when you're really angry about something and people just laughing at you, you kind of. But it never struck me as really, uh, you know, something that I didn't want to pursue. But I I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to yell directly at the audience, you know. And okay. I would turn around and yell at the wall, and then I realized that I could yell at them, and I got comfortable with it. And then I realized they liked it. I mean, you go to a town and say, your town sucks. Wah! <laughs> my, my town does suck. How did he know? <laughs> but, you know, it, it didn't take long. It was five minutes. <laughs> well, is this where I should read where you're coming to next? Well, that's Condito, California. Your town sucks yeah, on the uh, 6th uh, of October. <laughs> yeah, if we find it. As, uh, the, I keep yelling, Escondido means hidden. Well, how well, hidden can it be? Well, the city with lights in this big sphere, uh, yep. Las Vegas, you'll yep. be at the Mirage Theater on October 7th. Yeah, and they, yeah that, it sucks. <laughs> Think about it. How much stuff can you shove into one area? They put that big sphere in. I mean, they, they, I, I performed at the uh, the T-Mobile Center. Yeah. Uh, they just can't, it just keeps shoving. You can't put anything more in. They just shove something else in. That's what Las Vegas means, I think, is just keep shoving stuff in. <laughs> you know, Reading, PA, Rochester, New York, Utica, New York, throughout the rest of October. Uh, LewisBlack.com to get more tour dates and tickets. Um, so before I let you go, we decided, you know what? Um, we should have you read some of the most famous athlete coaching rants in the history of sports television, yep. as Lewis Black Great. can only do. And so we've written them down on the cards right there to your yep. left. Here we go. Okay, moving the, the mug. And we figured, let's just get this thing done. You do your, full, you do your full Lewis Black yep. right there. Okay. 
Um, and then, uh, and then let's start first up. I believe you have the famous uh, Mike Gundy. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, was this? Did this just happen a 15 year anniversary? Yeah, a yeah. couple weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is when he, this is when he was very upset about uh, media criticizing his players. Mike Gundy's famous. I'm a man. I'm 40 speech, Lewis Black. And Oklahoma State. My father went to the University of Oklahoma. Oh, fantastic. So this yeah. should be, you should so really feel the it. the first here. Jew to cross the border. <laughs> <laughs> How about it, sir? Uh, are you kidding me? Where are we at in society today, huh? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not, I'm not a kid. Write something about me where our coaches don't write about a kid that does everything right, that's heart's broken, and then said that the coaches said he was scared. That ain't true, so get your facts straight. That's all I got to say. Makes me want to puke. Louis <laughs> <laughs> Black, well done. Outstanding rendition. Uh, okay, the famed Dennis Green Monday night football loss to the Chicago Bears after the Bears come out. Back, they, the famed Dennis Green, they are who we thought they were, speech. Lewis Black, how about it? The Bears are what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. <laughs> it was black. That was, uh, that was his, uh, perfect. And then now finally, here we go. The famed Allen Iverson practice rant. Yeah. Doesn't need any more setup other than Lewis Black. Yeah, this, except that my setup would be that this was about me practicing piano. <laughs> <laughs> so that's perfect. You could channel that inner yeah, exactly. young child, Lewis Black. How about it? If I can't practice, I can't practice. If I'm hurt, I'm hurt. Simple as that. It's not about that at all. But it's easy to talk about and sum it up when you just talk about practice. We're sitting here, and I'm supposed to be the franchise player. And we're in here talking about practice? I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. Not the game. We're talking about practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? We're talking about practice. <laughs> Bravo, sir. Well, Bravo. <laughs> that is exactly awesome. what we thought we would get. Thank you. You are who we thought we were. You are. Lewis Black, tragically, I need you at the Lewis Black on Twitter and Instagram. It's streaming right now on YouTube. Come back anytime, sir. I will. I'll come back and do that. What was the one where the guy went to the mound and went completely psychotic on oh. the... On, which one? I don't know if it was... Uh, was it Robin Ventura on Nolan Ryan? That could do the noogies? Was, was, was that Weaver? or the one that... Earl Weaver? Earl Weaver. Well, I don't... That, that will have to do uh, After Dark. That, by the way, is on YouTube. That was the umpire, Bill Holler. And that is one of my favorite YouTube videos ever. It's phenomenal. Because, you know, the backstory to that 
is he was the umpire was mic'd for some local show or uh, I think it was Inside Edition or something like that. The umpire was no. mic'd. And when you see the video of Earl, because trust me, I've seen this so many times. Yeah. <laughs> see the video of Earl Weaver coming out. Just look at the scoreboard in the old Memorial Stadium behind yeah. him. Yeah. It's the top of the first. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. It's the top of the first. And the games used to start at like 7.30 at the time. It was like 7.34 or 7.30. Like this is five minutes in, top of the first. He's going ballistic over a balk call. Yeah. And 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 just the back and forth between the two of them. And my favorite line is, and I can't, I, I'll clean it up, yeah. is when Earl Weaver keeps, because he goes back to the dugout and he's got another thing. He keeps coming back to the umpire. And he, and he says to the umpire, you just wait until I'm in the four or five years and I'm in the Hall of Fame. And the umpire goes, what are you going to the Hall of Fame for? Oh, effing up World Series? Yeah. Are we going to the Hall of Fame? <laughs> it's really good. Oh, my gosh. So, yes, we'll do that the next time. But yeah, after dark. Just beep it out. No, my gosh. Bleep, 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 It'll bleep, sound bleep, like bleep. a truck backing up. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis Black right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, we'll take your phone calls and set you up for Gerald McCoy in Studio Hour 3. That was great. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests Work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This is a little early. I don't do uh, lunch martinis. So you're, you're pouring a martini now into the martini Uh-oh. shaker. I, I poured just a little in. It looked like there may have been... That's some ice in But you won't complain. Don't, no, I'm not, don't I'm not send the drink back. Uh, we just need to... We all, The olives are already in the glasses. <laughs> don't bruise it. Don't bruise it. Some people at home, what about stirring? There's a great uh, bar called the Edmund over on Melrose. They like to stir. I, I like that. I like to shake a little bit. 
So are you more like Bond, shaken, not stirred, or you're... I prefer, you're... I prefer actually bruising the vodka, making it ice cold. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sure. These are vermouth-washed glasses. We have put a little vermouth in there earlier. Okay. And then... Uh, Pouring it out. Why don't you one, take, why don't I'll you take that one. Take, this is uh, my friend Rich Eisen. Are we toasting? I just want to toast you. Seeing you again, you want to toast uh, the Espen, correct? Well, you cho- we are toasting to ESPN's 40th anniversary. Oh. Uh, there is a big event going on this weekend. My invitation is probably where yours is right yeah. now. Yeah. So we just figured, why not just do it ourselves? What a nice thought. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I haven't seen you in a very long time. My arm's getting sore. I know. He goes, <laughs> I like to toast. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't seen you in a long time, Craig, and I, you know, I've been cultivating this caper to try and get you to come on this show. And you're I, the only guy. what if I only do your show? I'd love to just do that because I like you're you're smooth and natural. That I compliment you. I like Rich. There you I go. I like Rich. Okay. Let me just see what this is because the water, that. the ice was sitting there. Cheers to you. Nice to see you. Cheers to you. Nice, nice to, see to you. finally meet you. Um, <laughs> Cheers. Watered down. Don't, don't say anything. It's watered down. But let's pretend it's not. This is what I say mm-hmm. at a bar or a restaurant, the big four up in San Francisco and Knob Hill. I take a sip. Mm-hmm. I go like this. I go, this is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All of Killer's appearances here. It's a good thing today wasn't one of them. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> Oh, great, it's Lewis Black, man. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Alan Dallas. Albert, what the hell? What the hell? Al? <laughs> yeah, Richard. Um, so there's a, there, to, to give a plug to one of your advertisers, there's a Granger right down Route 3, right outside of <laughs> Nutley. I'm sure Del Tufo knows what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, Al. They, they sell these things called street bumps. If you lined up five street bumps that you can get at Granger, www.granger.com. Well done. If you went there and put the five street bumps on the field, they would do a better job of blocking than this disgraceful <laughs> Giants offensive line. <laughs> and they combine that with this useless quarterback that we have. We are in big trouble. My football season, Brockman's football season, Adam's football season, and almost your football season oh. is over. Completely over. <laughs> Fact. Let's go Knicks. Let's go Knicks. Oh, oh, yeah. Dude, get uh, out of here. Let's, let's go Knicks with the Celtics and the Bucks. Let's go Red Storm. Taking let's half go, of red, taking the largest, taking the largest of the Trailblazers. And, and I, I don't know if the Eastern Conference is, is very competitive right now. Let's but, go Rangers. I don't know. I, I, I mean, the, the Mets fired Buck. The Giants stink. The Jets Think, I mean, this is. I was even jumping on the Jets bandwagon a little bit with Aaron Rodgers. He gets hurt at that disgraceful Met life. That place is a dump. It should be blown up. The, the, the whole place is a, a disgrace. Oh, and Dallas bringing it, and also looping in Rich Eisen show sponsors. That is great. There is no I in Al or Dallas. Well done, sir. Thanks for the call. You need a hug. I need something. I, I, need, I need one of those martinis that uh, Killer was shaking around. That's what I need. <laughs> What's that? Don't. Thank you very much, somewhere. Al. Like, hang in there. Well done. By the way, well done. <laughs> well, bringing it. That's one of maybe Al's finest. That's a top fiver. Easy. Well, he Out was of one of our longest, Lewis. our Lewis. longest Lewis. listeners and callers. Lewis inspired them. And he mentioned Route 3. Nutley. And Nutley. 
Great Nutley. word Nutley. to start things off. Nutley, New Jersey's Granger. Get the five speed bumps will do better blocking for Daniel Jones. Ouch. He texted me this morning. <laughs> the football season is bleeping over already. Well, I mean, again, they the, the offensive line for the Giants last night, 11 sacks. 11. And on the first drive of the game, couldn't even push Daniel Jones properly. They missed him. Take a look at, by the way, do yourself a favor and looking at the, look at the replay of the Giants trying to do the, the brotherly shove, as it's being called, because we do not go tush-push here on the program. That'll be the last time I actually say those words into this microphone. What? Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> they watch the video. Jones gets the ball and starts l- pushing towards the line to gain. And the two linemen behind him don't push him. Initially, they don't use the initial momentum of Daniel Jones's movement. It's tough, man. Mike in New Hampshire. Did I say that right? How do I say it, Chris? New Hampshire. Huh? Is this the man? He said it good. He said it right. Yes, it is, Mike. How are you, sir? Very good. How are you? I'm on the uh, I'm on the air with you, Huck. What 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 more could I ask for? What's going on? Oh, I don't know. This is great. I I am finally back out of panic mode with our Jets. Okay. Zach Wilson showed enough the other night to pull us back in. They got us again, ready for more heartbreak. But to be honest with you, I had the Jets at two and four, even with a healthy Aaron Rodgers. So I think we're sitting right where we where we were going to be anyway. Well, look, uh, as I started the show yesterday, Mike, the light flickered and then turned on for pretty much the entire game. I I shouldn't say that. From about the second quarter all the way to his fumbled snap. What was was the, the amount of significantly improved, inspiring play that we saw from Zach Wilson is unlike anything that we've seen to date where one drive against the Patriots, it was all we got. Or it was three quarters of mediocre, didn't turn it over type game managing play against Dallas. This was two significant touchdown passes, leaping for a two-point conversion, making throws, hitting windows, hitting back foot, playing with... Uh, you know, a heads-up mentality, throwing the ball, getting rid of it with speed. I'm with you. They should go to they should go to Denver and smoke them if they got them. Period. That's what we need to do. We need to beat teams like this. And uh, thank you very much. Thanks for, for the call, Mike. Call. Appreciate it. Thanks. And then and, and then and then Philly do. comes in. They go two and three. Philly comes in. You start rolling the dice here. It's like whatever. Okay, let's go. Let's go. And um, even if you go two and four, it's a bye, and then we'll see what happens after that. You still have 11 games. But at least they didn't get boat raced, and at least they got actual inspiring play from Zach Wilson. And then I guess, can, can Rodgers take the flight to Denver? Sit in the suite there? Put on his Gilligan hat and root on Nathaniel Hackett against Sean Payton. I'm looking for that. You bet I'm looking for that. Gilligan hat on Rodgers like it's a three-hour tour, baby. (laughs) That's what I would be looking for. You know? 
I don't know what's going to happen in that game. I know. And 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 this is where also Brees Hall blew out his knee and Elijah Vera Tucker blew out his peck. And this is when things changed for the Jets last year. Brees Hall ran one to the house and it was like another Brees Hall moment. And then he blew out his knee. And that was the end of that. And the rest of the year never turned out the same way again. So they go back. Let's get Rodgers putting on a Gilligan hat and let's go. Denver's two-point favorites. How do you feel about that? Uh, I love it. Should they be favored in the game? I don't think so based on what I've seen. Yeah. You know, I don't think so at all. I mean, they just let Fields have a Fields day. No, I I, I get it. But I'm good. Let, let that sink in the locker room, too. That's probably a little home field, I guess. Let them sink in. These teams are probably pretty even, I guess, on paper. Jets have a better defense. Jets have a better running game. Jets have wide receivers who don't put the ball on the ground. Jets are healthier, I suppose. I would say so. Well, outside of Rodgers. But you can't really really count that. That page is turned. But he hasn't played for you at all, so it's not like you're losing him. But I'm telling you, man, Zach Wilson, the way he played was inspiring. And if he shows up with the same attitude, same mentality, don't don't lose that intensity, and not just do it for himself, but do it for his OC that got punked by the HC on the other team, Rodgers. Gilligan hat in the booth. Do it.